Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, your number one podcast in the world. My name is Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, is Noah Reynolds on a Thursday. Noah. Jacob, on, or Jacob on a Thursday, a late week pod. What do you think about that? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling thirsty. Mm-hmm, that's um, what I was going to say. One <laughs> mind. We're thirsty. We've done that a lot recently. Co-minds, welcome to the show, everybody. I am Noah Reynolds, and this is Chicken and the Nuggets. We have some, actually, both of us have to go, <laughs> but we have a lot to talk about. What do you think about that after two full months of fucking around? Anyway, we also found out, thank you everybody for listening in the Basketball Podcast Network. We are one of three podcasts that actually does this thing every single week. So we want to shout out our listeners and shout out anybody on the Basketball Podcast Network and also DraftKings for continuing to be <laughs> supportive. The Keeping other two, the Zoom light on, DraftKings. Right, Keeping the, other, the Zoom lights. <laughs> the other two podcasts um, that I found or could – C did it every other week where, of course, the breaking news at the Bulls uh, organization and, of course, what goes on at the Detroit Pistons organization. And they're giving you f- feedback every week. And so are we. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yes, the basketball podcast, Familia, uh, mostly uh, uh, a little bit dormant during the offseason. And, hey, I can understand, you know, totally. not, a, not a lot of the other podcasts are um, – uh, built on nothing like ours is. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, some of them so. haven't done it since like December 2022. So <laughs> some of them really, whatever. Um, big market teams on or small market. Anyway, Jacob, La Familia. We're not here of, to talk about that. We're uh, not here to talk about that. La Familia kinds of kind of bring is a good transition into our our, our chicken our our chicken ventures this week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to go? Do you want you to go? Because this was kind of a um. This was technically your week, but I I was on board right away. Yes, so um, I I kind of was just uh, feeling Mexican food, you know. No, I went to yeah. La Raza Park Day. Yes, um, didn't invite me. Wanted to go. Yeah, listeners will remember that the week before we went to the horse track. Um, so I've been on a little bit of a of a Mexican kick, if you will, and I would yeah. have said that in Spanish if I knew what kick was. Uh, so just know I had the joke ready. I didn't know I didn't have the material for the for the joke. Uh, Who's the most Spanish person in your family? Mexican. Spanish. Uh, in my family, uh, yes. my uncle Mike. Uh, is, <laughs> uh he is the uh my, i have an uncle mike <laughs> yeah i will i also have a white uncle mike okay. so i'm talking about my mexican uncle mike he has had harleys throughout his life nice. um he it, has a, a chain wallet still i think <laughs> uh so yeah probably he would be the most mexican person cool. even though my pretty much my whole mexican side of the family has those vibes so okay, um, like him in particular probably cool. but, so yeah. what so about you noah your family who's the most Mexican I am the most Mexican family. person in my family without <laughs> even a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why would I you love, say that? Why would you? Well, say that? I love Mexican food. Um, I, of course, was born in Tijuana, um, <laughs> and um, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like horchata. Mm-hmm. Noah's a big Carlos Mencia fan. Love Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> love my dementia. if anyone remembers that shit i tried watching um george lopez show the other day because i used to watch it a lot as a kid and it 
it does not hold up really i unfortunately um but you know he's still a king he's still absolutely a- he's our king um we're transcending mexican culture this week jacob and we went to a wonderful familia place called la pasadita in um it is um sorry it's on fuck of course um, park ave technically um yeah park ave i'll give you um wait i'm sure now it looks like that's the wrong name <laughs> well um jake um hold on a second so yeah. this is definitely where we went la pasadita in yes um yeah. if you're googling it like noah is right now you may be like oh there's not a website and there isn't so that is uh, my kind of place uh that is an authentic mexican place uh who probably doesn't even know that it has a 4.7 on google reviews right uh so this is my uh this is this i loved i loved going here noah this good this this felt good we did go at quite a busy time Mm -hmm. uh it did make me uh, reminisce about certain mexican restaurants down in colorado springs sure uh because uh not only um uh, uh the the atmosphere uh the ambiance yes. uh but uh just the fact that they had like one person cooking uh one person seating and one person waiting is uh very very uh mexican in and my opinion each of them were also switching off at different points so the guy seating people would also go cook and then you know mm-hmm. um the i jumped in there for a bit at well cooking. yeah of course they saw you every everybody this is kind of a you know you need you have to give a hand um kind of place yeah jacob we did go to go at a very busy time this is certainly authentic one of the more authentic places we've been it's kind of a you have to get you know you have to make sure you order people aren't going to come up to you generally um super easily you kind of have to make a point about it there people don't see you you have to find an open table we found one luckily right at the very front right next to the kitchen um and um, I also love this place. This is my second time going here. I went with friend of the podcast, Nathan Lund, one week before. And you just randomly, again, we're on synced minds here, um, suggested for this week's uh, this week's meal. And it, it really did not disappoint. What did we eat, Jacob? Yes, we got the, I think it was some sort of family fajita plate. Uh, so it was a fajita plate that served three people. Um, we chose the combination with chicken and steak to be up front. Uh, I did want some steak in there. Yes. And uh, not only was this the busiest time we, we we went during the busiest time, but we ordered probably the uh, most complicated thing that they had to make and longest take it took. So uh, that's a little bit on us. But uh, what did you have with Nate? Did you have the fajitas as well? I did. Yeah, I had the yeah. fajitas for three. And it is called the family fajitas platter. And it says four three. Um, and both times I ate, you know, one in whatever three divided by two is thirty three percent. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, no, we can't <laughs> yeah. do that math. Sixty six percent. No. Anyway, we it's a quick episode. Thing. We don't have whole, time to do the math. Like, the food was gone by the time I left on both occasions. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and it's also. Um, I'm happy we did this because it's hard to find, you know, you think of Mexican food and I brought this up time and time again, listeners. Um, but it's like, I think that you generally um, put in pork and 
carnitas and um, beef, beef and steak. Chicken doesn't have a ton. And of course, this is us being perhaps ignorant. But let me tell you, I feel like we're we're getting to that expert level now. Um, there aren't as many dishes that that incorporate chicken. No, not not traditional Mexican Jacob. uh, No, not traditional Mexican as much. Um, I I think uh, like a what's it like a Mex Tex kind of thing is more where you can get like a chicken burrito. I mean, of course, you could find probably a chicken burrito anywhere, and then, um, but other than that, I mean, I feel like that's kind of more of a of a white thing, honestly, um, than a Mexican thing. But maybe I'm just talking out my my ass there but uh i I don't know uh but yeah i think it it is it is a little rougher to find like a straight chicken dish um and we haven't done fajitas on the podcast yet um we did actually do fajitas we we went to adelita's with um front of the podcast nick homby lakers our lakers correspondent um and i i did look it up because i was curious but that is our one other time okay so yeah i was gonna say i was surprised but yeah we already did do fajitas yeah Uh, thank god and we're you know we haven't talked about this maybe but we're very visual eaters Mm. on the podcast so you know we see that we see those those things coming to a different table and we're like oh we're we're like 10 memes on the internet you know just jaw dropped just when uh, when it's we're bit yeah exactly when the fajitas hit somebody else's table and you're mm-hmm. like yeah and, oh i should have ordered that yeah and you're like what i'm eating is basically shit mm-hmm. you know and then i look yeah i looked out at my my carnita plate or whatever the shit yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just my, a head of a pig my fish tacos i'm like i don't even like fish what is this yeah. here <laughs> and then i look over at the fajitas and i turn into like a cartoon cat looking at a pie on a window seal Noah, you know <laughs> yeah of course i know i uh-huh. know you're painting an incredible picture eyes it- out eyes <laughs> bulging we are absolutely alphas, you and I, and <laughs> we order as such, dude. The fajita is is the most extravagant, mm-hmm. um, the most flamboyant, if you will. I won't. Um, um, dish you can kind of order at a Mexican place. One of the one of the more um, you know um, shocking dishes you can order anywhere. I'd say, unless you're in like a um, you know uh, Benihana, where everything is just out of control. Yeah, yeah, it is the loudest plate, you know, and we're mm-hmm. loud guys. We're, we're we're bright. We're walking in this place. It's it's Monday at five. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're peacocking, right? Yeah. We uh, we have on feathers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have on all those suits, and yeah, yeah, we order the fajitas. We want people to know that we're in there and that we took the top shelf. That's right. Um. So this dish was delicious. Uh, I think we kind of are hitting on the points by saying how cool the place was. The vibes were great. We did wait a long time. Again, Jacob said that's mostly due to us, also due to the authenticity of the restaurant. Um, and um, um, the chicken and the feeders were delicious. You know, um, I do like that. I thought that was what you would do. And I think that was a good choice to do the mixer upper, the steak and chicken. Mm-hmm. get a little bit of two um how do you how do you eat your fajitas generally do you have like a a method uh no i i feel like i should have a method at this point okay. um but mostly i'm just like panicking and trying to get <laughs> things too. into 
I, I, I definitely, I definitely will um, toss. I make sure I have beans in there. Um, there was no rice with these, but I didn't really mind that at all. Interesting. Um, I didn't even think about that, honestly. But yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that's like a huge deal. Um, I, I did put wok on most of my little tacos that I was making myself. Um, but other than that, you know me, I'm not like a, uh, a, a, a lettuce, lettuce guy really um it's just uh i'm not putting in the onions on the thing so i'm mostly just fucking meat and cheese and beans and uh those are my three food groups but um so yeah i i think uh on this this occasion i was mostly just getting as much stuff as i can i did try to do one chicken uh just to taste just what the chicken was like and then i and then i mostly the rest of it, I just did chicken and beef together. Um, and honestly, you know, I think this might be the first time I've gotten fajitas like this, and I like the chicken more than the beef, which is oh uh, wow, cool. that is interesting. Yeah, um, I thought the chicken was delicious. I thought it was uh, kind of felt more fajita y than the, mm-hmm. the beef, but um, uh, beef's still great. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the chicken, I thought it had a good little spice to it. That is, um I 100% agree. Um, I think that, um, first of all, I want to bring this up because I don't know how many people are because, um, you know, we don't, not ignorant, but people don't know things. Um, do Should we describe what a fajita is? Because sometimes people don't even know. Um, it's a, <laughs> yeah, so it's a Tex, it. so unfortunately it is a Tex-Mex cuisine okay, um, yeah. of any stripped grilled meat and stripped peppers, onions usually served with flour tortilla, uh, corn tortilla um and then it is popular condiments so they're considering these condiments mm-hmm. lettuce sour cream guacamole salsa pico de gallo shredded cheese so um and of course the you know the people who are experts in this are gonna be like no why are you explaining fajitas and i'll be like well you know we want to educate we want to mm-hmm. um and then we get the tortilla and then you put in the meat and then you put in the condiments as listed here um, yeah we're talking to the back of the room you know right, we need absolutely. to we need to make sure that's clear yes um i do i do uh i do recommend these fajitas for sure no um what did you what did you think uh what were your what were your taste buds thinking um my taste buds were on on point uh, vibes were immaculate um i thought um you know the first time when it was nathan and i ordering you know nathan's um a larger gentleman so i didn't have any worry about finishing the whole thing um and uh, you know, you had a show, so I was a little bit worried about finishing, but like I said, it was finished and people are going to be like, oh, here goes Noah bringing it up again. But this was one of the most economical meals we've ever had. I think, um, in terms of, um, bang for your buck people. And again, this is not Noah being cheap. This is Noah finding the deals. That's Noah's right. deal corner. So I think so, it was mostly like a uh, a $30 fajita dish. Is that correct? That's exactly what it was. $30 yeah. for a for a three-person, you know, tiny, three tiny little tiny people family meal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then and and was it it was it true that Nathan ate the piece of wood that the fajita came on? Is yeah, he correct? did it. He did, and he thought that the pan was chocolate and he touched the pan and actually when it cooled down, touched it again to see if it was just hot, really hot chocolate, but no. 
they don't serve fajitas, um, listeners. They don't serve fajitas on chocolate pans. It's generally a skillet. The normal skillet. Uh, that's for uh, the back of the room. Nathan Lund sitting in the back of the room. But uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, that's where yeah, that's where we put them. That being said, I just sort of came up with the best idea ever, which is dessert fajitas. I don't know how we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe crepes as the tortilla. I've heard ice, of a dessert ice... dessert nachos. You know. Have you? Mm-hmm. I don't remember where those are from, but let me let me look real quick. Uh, let see if somebody's done a dessert for you also at the same time. Nacho dessert, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know where I'm thinking. Oh, the dessert nachos. Fuck, where is that from? I could picture it right now. It's somewhere very weird, like a uh, a Texas Roadhouse or something okay, like that. Cool. So they have like a weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck, this is going to ruin my night. I can't think of this, but uh, dessert uh, fajitas, uh, we're on it, people. So uh, absolutely, I good it. news. I looked it up, and nobody has really done it. There's sweet mango fajitas, and it's like nope. suck my whole dick and balls, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? I think dessert fajitas is a great idea. We should figure it out. Let's just say that too. Fuck putting sweetness into like entrees and and main meals. You know what I mean? Let's separate it for now. This is a whole know? different topic. Yeah, this is my okay, four cool. cavities talking. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you you Jacob got a great report from the dentist this week. Yes. And we're all happy for him. Yes, um, that is not true. Okay, no, it was not good. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Turns out I grinded my sleep too fucking hard. Yeah, that's hot. But, you and your wife. <laughs> I wanted to read a couple of these Google reviews. Noah La, La Pasadita in uh, definitely highly rated on Google. Um, a guy, the top review uh, is Richie Miller. Dick Miller. And, and he said the first sentence is, you might have guessed my wife chose this one. And it's like, <laughs> Richie. Richie, come on. Richie, all right. He's just like, yep, we are from San Diego. Yeah, I was going to say. This place is a taste from authentic Mexican cuisine. She knows best. <laughs> I also like, I think I'm going to start doing that on Amazon and any review type of thing. <laughs> this is like a, a DVD of the town. And I'm just like, oh, you, you might have guessed my wife chose this one. And then nothing else. Five stars. Like uh like switchblades or something on eBay. It's like guess who guess who again? <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh a, a, a word document that's a, a divorce <laughs> template. And you're just like, you might have guessed my wife chose this one. Uh all right, that was too far. <laughs> no, it was good. All right, it was good. Uh I loved blah positive pasadita in um shout out that shout out mexicans in general no i just absolutely keeps on crushing it viva la raza viva la raza yes shout out eddie guerrero do you have any more uh things you want to talk about no i think we can move on no i think we can move on um i patronize this place and we will be going back it's pretty close so um that's that that's right and um i don't know if you knew this jacob but the wait is almost over it is august 26th a new football season is about to begin get ready for yeah jacob's panthers with um with baker mayfield gonna be a big season for you fellas um get ready for the nfl week one action with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl to celebrate the return of football DraftKings is giving new customers a can't miss offer so don't miss this. Bet just bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Hey, no, not what? to interrupt yeah. the, dra- the, 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 the DraftKings ad. Go ahead, though. 
Um, Deshaun Watson, never convicted. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up to seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. I'm reading this for the first time. That is crazy. That's insane. Even if your team loses, teams get leads all the time. And, you know, you I, I don't like other apps. No, I only do DraftKings because it's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. This is the best part of the podcast. Well, no, wait I'm... a second, and I don't mean to interrupt, but yes, deposit yes. and withdraw. Um, you, you might guess my wife did uh, chose this. <laughs> Something about come. <laughs> Go ahead. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details if you're a gambling addict. Please Um, check that out. Yeah. All right, Noah, we're here to break down the Deshaun Watson case. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Jacob. has been on the case since the very beginning, <laughs> since the first uh, person came accusation, uh, accusations came out. And um, I don't know why we're making light no, of this. <laughs> no, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be joking about it at all. Uh, but Noah, you know what we don't joke about pretty much at all, actually, is Denver Nuggets basketball. That's right. And we are in off season. Things are ramping up a little bit. Uh, we have some stuff to talk about. Uh, mainly, uh, Nikola Jokic is playing basketball internationally. Um, and boy, today, uh, so so help help me paint the scene. So from what I understand, um, Serbia is like uh, the bottom of the of the 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 bracket right now um at like one and three so they had a must win today against greece and of course uh Giannis is is playing for greece so a great game today of Jokic versus Giannis. um and noah did you i tried to pull it up at my job i didn't really have time to look into it too much and i couldn't find the legal stream uh i, I don't think there was many uh what did what did you did you try to find it what, what were you doing no, didn't even try. Okay. Um, I've been trying to look for the actual FIBA schedule for a long time, and it's very confusing. I don't know even what this tournament really is, if it's the World Cup or if it's it said World Cup qualifiers on the highlights I watched. So I've been searching. It's just been very confusing, and I, I hate whatever system they're using over there, kilometers or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um and so now I didn't didn't look it up, but I did watch the highlights. And boy, howdy, is it getting me pumped? Yes. So uh, I followed on Twitter a little bit. Uh, it seemed like Jokic started off with like four turnovers, and then he ended up with a monster stat line. Um, and uh, they beat Greece um, in, in overtime. In overtime, yes. And it is a World Cup 2023 qualifier oh, game. Sorry. Um, so I'm still not sure what that means at all, but Serbia kept their chances alive to qualify. Um, and Giannis did score 40 points, um, which is, uh, what Giannis does apparently. And, uh, but I also heard the scuttlebutt Noah is that Jokic was actually defending Giannis somewhat. Okay. I mean, I guess now that I say that he had 40 points, that doesn't seem very accurate, but, uh, 
what did what what jumped out to you watching the highlights? Uh, mostly, was it just cool to see Jokic play? Um, anything specific uh, that jumped out to you? Um, yeah, I thought all of the above. First of all, um, uh, to what you said, um, I didn't. You know, I watched the Jokic in Serbia highlights, so I have no knowledge of this um, Giannis dropping forty points. That is um, news to me. But um, from the eye test, first of all, Jokic had twenty nine. Um, eight and six. Is that right? I think so, yes. Um, which is incredible. Um, and Serbia is a good team. So, um, you know, they're 29, eight and six. That's exactly right. Um, and, um, you know, he was plus 28 on the court. Giannis was plus 37. So it's like, these guys are the guys who, you know, carry their teams even internationally, but there were a few shots, man. There was a shot Jokic had, over Giannis um I didn't highlight I've seen I think really it was incredible I watched it a thousand times and also the crowd was just super pumped you know it's like all obviously they're in Belgrade it's a Serbian crowd they're chanting the whole goddamn time um but there are a bunch of uh, a few other things where Jokic is just bowling both of the um Antetokounmpo brothers like inside the paint and he's getting you know double teamed and shit like that and he's just doing the regular type Jokic stuff and it was it really made me happy um, to see. Yeah, very different um, style of basketball, uh, right? Uh, a lot of like small rule changes, um, some stuff that I wish the NBA would take, you know, like uh, getting away the take fouls, actually, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but uh, it's just great to see Jokic going. Um, if it's if it's true that he uh, showed some defense against Giannis, that's pretty awesome. Um, I felt like this offseason, that might be his focus. Um, I'm not, I'm slightly concerned that maybe if he becomes a little bit more defensive player, he will not be an offensive juggernaut. But now that I even explained that to you right now, I'm losing that concern. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so maybe I'm just talking, but uh, super exciting to see Jokic out there. Um and uh and he did they did lose to luca um and and uh wherever luca's from yeah uh, right <laughs> but uh they did win against Giannis. so uh pretty crazy to just have an international game uh where the last four mvps are represented in two players playing against each other it's really cool it's it's pretty incredible and just like again i was watching the highlights just the atmosphere the fucking um crowd was so cool you know it felt like a soccer game which i guess is what happens when you're when you're overseas but um it was um you know uh and he's speaking he's obviously speaking in his native tongue to these guys so he's like i saw a clip of him really you know going at it being a real captain to i don't i don't know who um, but um i um am enjoying it and i need to find a way to watch the rest of it i don't know yeah, he seems, um, yeah, obviously more comfortable talking to players that are in his language. But um, I think it's still, you know, kind of not his personality to be that leader and stuff. So mm. he's still learning that aspect. And I think yeah, I've seen, you know, uh, maybe a couple games before this, he was kind of not yelling at a player <laughs> at a teammate, but pretty sternly talking to him yeah. about some stuff, you know, and, and I don't know if Jokic like even a year ago would be that type of player, you know? For so sure. um, just small, small little upgrades to Jokic, who is already obviously one of the best players in the league. Um, 
super, super exciting, Noah, to talk about that. Um, I cannot wait to see him back in the Nuggets uniform. Um, I kind of, uh, I don't know how this tournament thing works either, but if Serbia was to be kicked out and Neil could stop playing, maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Right. We always think that. Um, not to uh, bring up anyone who may have gotten hurt for the whole season, but we don't want Jokic to pull Chet Holmgren out here. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> yes, uh, so there's that. Um, let's uh, talk real quick, Noah. We have 10 minutes left, according to the Zoom, a 40-minute episode. Uh, do you have anything else to talk about, Jokic? Um, no, again, I, right. you, you, you hit it. Um, it's great to see him. He's the man and, um, the king, the God. He, he is the God. Um, I wanted to talk about Noah, um, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Um, we've talked about him quite a bit this off season. Um, I don't know if you saw, uh, MPJ played a, some sort of pickup game, um, with Kyrie Irving was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant was there. Mm. Uh, looks like that is Shea Gilchrist Alexander was there. Um, Kevin Durant, yes, and then uh, Victor Oladipo was there, kind of weird. Um, and then Trey Young, of course, was there with with Michael Porter Jr. So my question to you, Noah, is: Do you think MPJ earned this invite, or do you think Trey Young just invited him? <laughs> um. I think he probably. I think him and Kyrie probably have a lot to talk about, and maybe, <laughs> maybe get along on on a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I do think he was a plus one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, he's playing basketball, so I Absolutely. mean that is that is insanely encouraging. Also, uh, sorry, I wanted to say I don't know if we even said it on the last pod, but um, Jamal has confirmed that he will be playing on the opening day uh, of the season, which is incredible. You know how, how that's great. Fantastic. Um, it's going to be crazy. Noah. I'm so excited to see them on the court. I, I do agree and kind of hope that they take um, precautionary measures. You know, um, we talked about it on the pot a lot, but how the regular season means less and less every year. Um, so as long as they're, full strength for the playoffs. I think the Nuggets, even with just Jokic out there um, and Aaron Gordon pretty much could uh, get into the playoffs. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, You know, uh, we were talking uh, a little bit about the DNVR guys in Serbia, right? Yeah. Um, Adam Mares did tweet that Serbians love Aaron Gordon, surprisingly, cool. which is pretty funny. And also, it's like, yeah, I love Aaron Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think he's super underrated. And uh, I, I can't wait to see again where he's kind of like the fourth option on a team, maybe even fifth. Um, but Man, uh, MPJ, he's he's looking like uh, Justin Timberlake out here with his hair still. That's right. Um, bringing sexy back. <laughs> bringing sexy back. And uh, boy, I, I just can't wait for this season, Noah. Just seeing Jokic putting up 29 points international play, uh, you know, um, just, just can't wait. God. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm on the same. I, I can't, uh, my, I can't really contain my excitement i was watching these highlights and it was just like butterflies um we're so lucky dude and um you know uh, i don't know 
what this season holds in store. I think this is as highest expectations we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, Lakers are um, really stacking up with Pat Bev, which of course, you know, that kind of changes the the makeup of the Western Conference a little bit or a lot, depending on who you ask. Um, well, we should we should talk a little bit about that. So so the Lakers traded um, Taylor Horton Tucker, who was reportedly untouchable in trade talks yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and they traded somebody else, uh, who I can't remember, for Pat Beverly, um, who I didn't even know was on a team still at this point. I thought he was a free agent. Yeah. Um, first of all, how hilarious is it to have a Russell Westbrook-Pat Bev um, combination? Uh, it feels like... Uh, kind of like a Starsky and Hutch episode where two <laughs> enemies finally end up being partners together. And you're just like, all right, this makes some sense. But it also makes me think that maybe they'll they'll find a way to get rid of Russell Westbrook because mm. uh, I don't know how that-ish works at all. Um, it's a dumpster fire. It really is a total shit show. Yeah, very shit. So let me ask you, Noah, would you rather have Pat Beverly or Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso. Yes. Okay. So, like a hundred percent. Alex Caruso is a good defender. Alex so Caruso is a great reportedly, it, they kept Taylor Horton Tucker instead of Alex Caruso. Yeah. Um, and then in the Bulls, in the Bulls trade. Yeah. And yeah. then, or no, they just let uh, him walk. Caruso signed with the Bulls. That's right. Uh, um, they fucked that up a lot, though, amongst yes. other things in that and, trade. And then my other question: Would you rather have Pat Bev or uh, KCP? KCP also hundred yes. yes. percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, I, I mean, just, we could go forever, dude. You know well, what I mean? Well, I mean, this is related though because I feel like Sorry. the Lakers' yeah, perimeter defense now. This is their hail mary is to get a Pat Bev in here, um, which is fine. But I feel like it's still just like they had a better perimeter defense when they won the championship, and they somehow ruined it. So um, Lakers are gonna lake um, lake show. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Noah. So, uh, what a weird, weird team that is. Absolutely. And, um, you know, whatever <laughs> I've watched, there are two full length TV shows about the Lakers right now because they're so bad. They have to go to Hollywood and make some fantasy bullshit. Yeah, um, watch right. it on Hulu and HBO, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to talk? I just have a few things on the schedule. Um, yeah. If you want. Um, so speaking of Lakers, we played the Lakers uh, for the first time at home on October 26th. And then again, um, these are both national games, by the way. And then again on Sunday, October 30th. And there are a lot of these kinds of things. There are a lot of these um, like mini series throughout um, the season. We play San Antonio twice in a row, November 5th and November 7th. Um, the Rockets, the same thing in November um, it's Sacramento. It's this is something I haven't seen in at least this much in a long time. Where it's like, like I said, like a mini series, you know, um, two home games against the uh, same, uh, and two away games against the same opponent in you know four days. Those, these little couplets, yeah, they started doing that. I think in the COVID era, uh, trying to limit travel and stuff like that, which is kind of weird because it's always one home and one away, probably. Right. Uh, but uh. <laughs> you listing those off too. What were the last three couplets that you had? Oh, not a, by the way, not a lot of them are not home in a way. A lot of them are home and home in a way. Uh, okay. So they do put it, play them in the same city. Um, I said the Rockets and the Kings. 
Sweet, because I, I I cannot wait to get worried that the Nuggets split those games. Uh, right, exactly. And, and, on on so December twenty eighth. <laughs> I will call that right now. The Nuggets are going to win one of those games each, and then we're gonna kind of freak out about it or yeah. have a level head about it. We're pretty I good. Think so. Yeah. But uh, it, it, uh, Nuggets fans in general will probably start freaking out about yeah. it. So. We're better. We're I was gonna say we're way better than most. We'll have a little bit of a tantrum, but it, it'll yeah. be fine. When's um, the have a- first game, Noah? First game, thank you so much, is an away game on um, sorry, on uh, October tenth against the Suns. Sorry, home game. October tenth. Nope, Man. nope, nope. Sorry, away game, Utah Jazz, yep. October nineteenth. That is more like it. Utah. Utah. Uh, boy, it's a long time. We got a lot of episodes to get there, but um, <laughs> things are gonna ramp up. We're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna do an in-depth review of the Monte Teo documentary on Netflix. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do all that, and we're gonna keep on catfishing for everybody. Uh, shout out to Monte Teo. What a- shout out Notre Dame, go Irish! Thank you so much, Jacob. Thank you for being with me as you are every week. Um, thank you, listeners. It is at the Nuggets Pod on Instagram, and it's mm-hmm. at Nuggets Pod on Twitter. Follow us. We're gonna do more things. I pro- right. I'm going yeah. to. Yeah, um, we're, we're we're active. We're active. Yeah, yeah. Um. So thanks. Anything else? Anything you want to plug? Come to West Facts, which is in two days. Yes, come to West Facts on the 27th. It is a free show, 8 p.m. right next to Casa Bonita. Me and Noah will be throwing jokes. And other than that, I think that's it. Uh, I love everybody. Thank you guys Thank for you so us. much. And thanks, Jacob. Bye. Bye-bye.